Hi guys, Candace here. So glad to get to spend a little bit of time with you today on The Good Day. Here, we'll focus on finding grace in our ordinary days. We'll learn good days don't just happen. And even more, a good life doesn't just happen. There's a choice involved. Join me as we learn how to develop the discipline and cultivate a heart that seeks strength, joy, and peace and finds rest in the good day, one day at a time. Hi guys! So today we have Melanie Red joining us and I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> so tell Thank us you. a little bit about yourself, where you're from, the people in your life, and something that's been on your heart lately, just so everyone can get to know you a little bit better. Absolutely. Um, well, I'm married to Randy and we're going on 32 years. We're really close this, this fall. And uh, we, live in, we live in Tennessee and we have two grown children who actually came home to live with us during all the COVID and pandemic. And, uh, and we have a four and a half year old Australian shepherd. And uh, we've been in full-time ministry now going on 30 years. Randy's a pastor and a professor. I'm a, an author and a speaker and a podcaster and a blogger. I love ministry to women. That's especially my kind of my heartbeat and my passion is ministering to the hearts of women. Yeah, that's so neat and cool to see how y'all get to do that together. Well, it's a lot of fun. We love doing ministry together. Yeah, it's been very sweet part of our marriage. Yes. It's fun to hear you talk about your family too, because the company that we surround ourselves with is just so very important. And in your book called Just Rest, um, you talk about this 90-day journey of intentional rest. But one thing in particular that you wrote that really stood out to me is when you said, keeping company with God causes us to live with a lighter load. And I just love that because so many times we say like spending time with God, but you actually use the words keeping company and there's just so much intentionality. And it made me think about when I invite people to my home and I have company here, like how I prepare the space for that. I prepare the time, you know, rather than going and getting something in the kitchen or spending time in the bedroom, like I'm out here in the living room, keeping company with the people here and to think about that in my relationship with God, you say it causes us to live with a lighter load. And how have you experienced this in your life? Well, one of my, one of my favorite things, I, I like to make difficult things kind of simple because I think sometimes we make simple things difficult. <laughs> I think people are really good at that. Um, <clears throat> but one of my desires is to encourage people with the simple advice that I got from the Peanuts cartoon, Snoopy. One of his favorite quotes that I love is keep looking up. That's the secret of life. And so I tell people, you don't have to go to seminary. You don't have to be an in-depth Bible study all the time. Um, you can just learn to look up. Anybody can do this. You can do it with little children. You can do it during the workday. You can do it if you're home between loads of laundry. <laughs> and a lot of it is just simply looking up and saying help all through the day or talking to the Lord. Um, I talk to him out loud. I'm the only one in my house a lot of the time. And so it might freak somebody out one day if they walk in and hear me talking, they're going to wonder who I'm talking to. Sometimes in the car, sometimes while getting ready for the day, he is accessible all the time. In fact, there's a Psalm in Psalms that says he bends down to listen when I pray. And so really prayer is just looking up, taking our posture, our hearts, our eyes. I intentionally sometimes really do look up with my eyes because it affects my whole body to remind myself there is a creator God and I can trust him and he's still in control of this world. So my simplest and best advice to people is keep looking up. That's the secret of life. Psalm 121 says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. I love that. It reminds me of, I was 
started studying in Genesis and just really looking at the words in scripture. And I began to notice that word look up again and again. Um, and the, it's like, whenever people looked up, then they saw what God was providing for them. Right. You know, it was right there. And so, I don't know, I love that. And I love the connection to Snoopy too. That's, uh, yeah. it is, it's simple, but it's, we get so bogged down and we're looking down at our circumstances versus like you said, looking up to our creator. Even like you said, in the middle of loads of laundry or whatever it is, like there's so many things that can weigh us down in our daily load, you know, work, school, relationships, finances, obligations, expectations, social events, like even really good things um, can kind of weigh us down. And so you specifically wrote this book for young adult women. Why was it on your heart to write for them? Well, it, I actually was asked to write it, which is kind of fun. Um, I, I had written a book called Live in Light five-minute devotions for teen girls, and my daughter's in her 20s, so she's past that, uh, but I got to go back and remember, and I taught high school students. I taught high school kids in Bible study, and um, so a, a publisher saw that book, and that book did really well. A lot of teenage girls and young women got that book, and she said, will you do one for young adults, for college and single girls, and so we began to kind of pray about what that would look like. And she said, we began to look at there's so much anxiety and fear and depression, and there's so many things that people are dealing with. There's lots of suicide, even on the college campuses. So as I began to look, I realized there is a lot of hurt out there, and people have kind of forgotten where to focus. And so the idea of the book, eventually, I wrote it last year, and a lot of it was still during lockdown, which was kind of crazy, but I thought, we have to decide where we're going to focus. And so for 90 days, for three months, instead of don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, <laughs> it was like God gave me the idea, what if you point them back to me? Real simply, every day is his character. It's one of his names. It's one of his promises. And so, for example, if you feel like God doesn't see you, you read the verses where Hagar says, you're the God who sees me. And when you feel alone, you read how God never leaves you or forsakes you. You know, when you feel like no one's on your side, you read that he's the God that's on your side. And so my my passion in this book, once we kind of got the project going, was to point, especially young women, back to the fact that we have a God that we can trust no matter what. <laughs> and, uh, and what was really fun with the book is as I began to let friends read, you know, the trans, you know, the initial manuscript, um, they said, I'm young at heart. Can I read it too? <laughs> so it was really meant for the 20 something, but women that are 30 and 40 and 60 and 70 something have said they really appreciate the heart of the book. It's just very simple. But it's like a daily reminder for five or 10 minutes to look up and remember God loves you. He still is involved in your life and you don't have to be afraid. Yeah. Well, and I love too that it's 90 days. You know, we get to walk with you through a season. It's not just a week or a couple of weeks, but three months. And yeah. in that time, we're sure to have some insecurity and some doubt surface and try to th threaten our peace. You know, how have you experienced this and how have you been able to overcome it? In actually writing it was during some of the most nerve wracking days of this whole last season in everybody's world. And, um, and it was like God reminded me because I began to study, especially Old Testament names, because a lot of the scriptures are from the Old Testament. And so as I began to read in the Psalms and read through books that were talking about his name, it just was a good reminder to me. He's still God. <laughs> He's still up there. He hasn't changed. He knows what's about to happen. You know, I can trust him. And, and as you put your mind on those things, it's like a it's like a huge awakening moment. 
where you just go, oh, or uh, aha, <laughs> you know, and for me, it's been doing that every day. It, it's that reminder every day. I need to spend a few moments in his presence every day, no matter how long I've walked with him. I still want to spend at least a few moments every day with my kids on the phone or wherever. I still want to spend moments every day with my husband. Well, we need moments every day with God to be reminded of who he is. And so for me, it's just getting alone with him and spending time with him, even if it's quiet and I just sit before him or I have music playing and I just get still. There's something about being in his presence that changes us and calms us and gives us peace. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like you said, it's the enemy always on attack mode, the insecurity and the doubt. It was the same for Eve. So it's cool to see that a lot of the scriptures you brought were from the Old Testament because it starts from the very beginning. That one little thought of doubt made Eve doubt the goodness of God and feel insecure in his love and provision for her. The enemy is very smart, but he's been caught. We know his ways, even though he's going to attack us and plant that seed of doubt that we don't have to act on it because he's trying to distract us from everything, but we could walk in peace, even when all of our circumstances are going crazy. What I really loved about your book, and I have it here with me, is how at the end of each day, you really help us monitor our thought life a little bit more. And because we know that doubt starts in our mind. And at the end of each day, you give that declaration and um, that we can speak over ourselves. What has this looked like for you? And how have you learned to be intentional to speak truth over your mind and to calm your emotions? Because anxiety, it starts very much in our head. Absolutely. You know, that's such a good question. It's really fun. I have a friend that's from a different denomination than I am. And they are so big on what you say and what you say out loud and what you say to yourself. And I did, I never realized we're playing tapes all day long, or, or I guess now we're, I don't know what you'd call it, data sticks all day long. <laughs> we we call records. Um, something is playing through your mind and we say things to ourselves. We th- say things about ourselves. We say things in front of ourselves <laughs> and, and, and it either is going to lead us to trust God more or it's going to lead us to doubt. And so for me, it's been really thinking about and catching, you know, there's a verse that says, take every thought captive. It's almost like we catch it and we realize it because I don't think we always are conscious of what we're saying to ourselves. So um, even like you said, in Genesis three, where Eve was being tempted by Satan, my pastor just preached on that Sunday. So it's kind of fun that you mentioned that, but he said so much of it was subtle and it was just doubt God, doubt God. God doesn't want you to have this or God's holding out or God doesn't love you. So for me, it's been to be reminded of the verses and the qualities of God that fight that. So when I begin to doubt that he's going to be good, then I start reading verses about God is good. (laughs) The Lord is good to me. You know, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And And it's just battling the doubts with the positive. And so I love those declarations. And a friend of mine taught me to do that. And just to say out loud, you know, this I know the Lord is for me. I will not doubt. I declare God is for me or God is on my side or God will not leave me. And it's powerful because I'm hearing it. I'm saying it. I'm thinking it. (laughs) And so I, I love that. And we added that to every devotion right before the little prayer time to hopefully get people to even say it out loud. You know, this, you know, this I know I declare that God loves me or I declare God sees me today. And there's some power in that because Satan hears you say that too, (laughs) you know, and other people hear you say that. So that was the purpose in that is to get ourselves saying a different kind of 
talk outside and talking to ourselves differently. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I have such a heart for young adult women too, because I lead a small group for young adult women in my home here. And it's so cool to get to target young adult women in this time when you have more time in your life than you will later in seasons, you know, before you have, you know, whether it's a mom or business or whatever it is, life just gets busier. And so to spend this time to really soak in scripture and like you said, just daily, one day at a time, declare these truths over you and like speaking it out loud, even back in college, like when I was studying for whatever it was, it could be a law exam or whatever. There was a class, you know, and it's like when I said it out loud, I remembered it even more than just reading it. And so it's the same with scripture too. And really pouring that over ourselves is powerful. So. Yeah. And, you know, I could see, um, especially I taught young, I taught 20 somethings in, at church for a number of years. When my husband and I were first married, he taught the guys and I taught the girls. And I had about 60 young women that came every Sunday. And so much of what we talked about was where is your head <laughs> and what are you focused on? What are you thinking about? So I do believe if God can get the heart of a young 20 something, she won't turn back. It's like the time if God could get a hold of their hearts, especially right now, it, it makes a difference for their future. It really does. It really does. And yeah. me, like, I know, like, I just so badly, there were times during young adults when I just wanted to like rush this season to get to the next season. And now looking back, I'm like, I'm so glad, you know, it took longer than I thought and like waiting for <laughs> the man that God was providing for me, all of that, you know, it took a long time, but it's like, no, there was so much sweetness that I got just time with the Lord. And had I not had that, you know, I wouldn't be who I am today. And so it's just like leaning into that, making the most of this season um, because it does, it just gets busier. Yeah. Well, you know what else is really cool about declarations? I, I'm in a group of, I have a group of friends. We call ourselves the biz besties and we encourage each other in our ministry. I have a ministry. They all have businesses and we get together. But one of the things we started doing is we've started sending each other messages on Voxer, the Voxer app, which is where you speak you know, like little messages to each other. And we'll send each other real positive declarations. You know, I'm praying for you today. God's going to bless you today. And and it, it's so awesome to open one of those and have somebody speaking that over you. So I think we can speak to ourselves, but we can also speak hope to other people. Mm. So a friend comes to mind right now that I can do that for speaking it out loud, but even how meaningful it's been for me when someone has actually texted out an actual prayer rather than just saying, I'm praying for you, but actually write out the prayer that they're speaking over me. And it just, it always just means so much to me. It just brings that peace. It just washes over me. And so just the power of doing that for ourselves, but others too, that's, that's a really good reminder. Yeah. yeah. We were talking before we started recording of how I've started this journey of trying to get out of my comfort zone more and even started, yeah. you know, let's try that on YouTube to try new things. And so I'm curious if there's anything that you've done recently, whether you failed or succeeded or something you plan to do in the future, just for the fun of it. Is there anything that comes to mind? Oh, wow. I was trying to think about that because I thought that was a great question. I, I think what's been the most, the biggest adventure for me this year is I partnered with another ministry in the area. Actually, the pastor that I grew up under his ministry, his name was Adrian Rogers and he's in heaven, but his ministry goes on. It's called Love Worth Finding. And they asked me to partner with them and start a virtual women's ministry. And so we did that at the end of January and it's been an adventure. So um, I'm now doing two ministries. And so sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's crazy. Uh, but it's been it's been amazing to get to do some new things, starting a podcast, 
starting the social media, emailing new people, having a brand new website, all that has been sort of a, a challenge. And it's also been a learning experience. That is, uh, and but so needed. And it's cool to see just through COVID and everything, it's just all shifted in that virtual is very much a need and then being able to meet people right where they're at. It's cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to get to talk to people all over the world. You know, we're connected so easily now. And so I've gotten to speak to people in Nigeria via Zoom. You know, I've gotten to text or message people or email people that are across the globe. And so it is, it's really amazing how small the world has become because of technology. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this has been so fun. And everyone, let's choose to do more than just agree with Melanie. And let's put this little seed of faith that she's given us into action. Like we say every week, you know, Jesus wasn't just looking for his disciples to agree with him. He wanted them and invited them to participate with him. And so it's the same for us. Let's join in. Let's think of someone in our life, maybe a young adult woman, and whether young or young at heart, um, who could use a lighter load and some soul rest. And let's share what we've learned today with them. So the book is called Just Rest. It's beautiful and um, inside and out. And the words are just, they're going to mean a lot to you. I know that. So Melanie, thank you so much for being here today. And we'll have to chat again sometime soon. Thank you. It's been great to be with you. I appreciate you having me. Let's find strength to overcome the arrows of doubt with the power of scripture. Let's find joy in keeping company with God daily and peace as we declare his truth over ourselves. May we learn to just rest as we trust more each day that we are in the palm of his mighty hand. The good life, well, it starts with a good day, then another, then another. Let's